Do you want to live life like a commoner, Cotter? Oh, that's a nat 20. Bye, Cotter. Oh. And no more Cotter. Bye bye. Goodbye, Cotter. <laughs> Actually, this is probably the most embarrassing question I've asked um, in the last five years. Um, who has the highest intelligence in this group? But first, let me get you your new character sheets. <gasps> My name is Biff. Is there anything like, like, uh, well, I don't want to like go inside and then like insta death or something. Um, oh, please. Mm, no. Okay. I, You're horrible. You know I that, will. right? I mean, you are really the worst. <laughs> um, I have. <laughs> yeah. Do something Nawada-ish. Chapter 280, The Tomb of Doi. Okay. So in the last episode, you all got to fight a titan from another time. We released the Kraken on you. And how did that go? Not bad, actually. Yeah, was it? Swimmingly. Swimmingly. For for Zorzok, it was very swimmingly. Yeah, yeah. Could have been a lot worse. Yes. Found out that utility spells are utility for a reason. Yes, and that that was that was one of the bigger uh, victories of that one. Is all of a sudden some mild mannered spell that you uh, don't really even put much thought to ended up saving the day because uh, it was getting kind of ugly there. The uh, tentacles were keeping everybody from doing any of their actions really, mm-hmm. aside of just getting out of the tentacles. And uh, yeah, that could have slid uh, sideways really quick if that hadn't happened. But instead, the paladin was able to lay in a huge, gigantic strike at the end and, and uh, totally wallop the uh, bad guy. And you were all able to uh, take a step back and take a breath. I'm going to have to re-listen to that. because uh, Looking back on it right now, for some reason, it seems like it was not that difficult. But I know that can't be the case. Well, I mean, we, I mean, we were delivering like 80 to 100 hit points per round on this. Thing. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. It, it's funny to have the characters this level because I'm still not quite used to the damage output that can yeah. occur. Yeah. You know, we could level a village with what we do. Yeah. Just punch one guy and deal so much damage that it just... The monks can. I mean, at this point, around. Arlen should be able to tank two floors at once. There we go. <laughs> just thumbs up. Yep. Okay. Anyway. So, yeah, you guys were um, pretty much pinned down by the Kraken to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, tentacles had you all wrapped up and you were unable really to do anything. And uh, so it was it was doing damage to you, but you weren't doing damage to it. And then, uh, yes, Kraval pulled out the, the freedom of movement spell. That was so great. Yeah. And uh, that uh, ba- basically ended up saving the day. Mm-hmm. Because without that, it would just been the Kraken just slowly wearing you down mm-hmm. with lightning bolts and uh, tentacle attacks. The lightning bolts are scary, actually. I, my, my favorite line from that is when I did the freedom movement, you're like, oh, your, your movement's reduced by five. I'm like, oh, so I'm down to 60 now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it turned, turned out to be, well, it turned out to be a very effective one-two punch. Because, I, I, I feel like know, there's the, a smart comment that can be made there, but... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so the monk with freedom movements, a pretty powerful critter. Anyway, so you were able to uh, defeat the Kraken. Yippee! And that's where we find you now. <laughs> yeah, let's get Kraken. Yeah. So <laughs> at the end of that one, you, uh, Sorzak, you felt the 
lifeless corpse of the kraken slowly slipping away into the deeps you've you felt kind of that that suction of the the uh water being pulled down um but uh jade was able to gallantly sacrifice um four pixies <laughs> Uh, sending them into the water poisoned by the kraken, and mm-hmm. uh, three of which immediately succumbed to the the poison and just bobbed belly upwards. The pixies were named Bob. They were Bob at that time. I and 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 I saw the the great eye of the kraken, the life, leave it as it, it sank down. Well, you were enveloped in a giant thing of squid ink, so you couldn't see anything. Mm-hmm. It was a bioluminescent in, eye. I saw in, the light fade. I had some smart aleck comment about prepping squid and cooking its own ink or something like that, but <laughs> I can't remember what it was. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. No. It was a magic light and non-magical darkness. Some sort of calamari joke. But the, the most important part is the ship didn't sink. So, yeah. So there you are. You are sitting on the deck of your little pleasure craft. And um, it uh, is sitting basically in this several now hundred foot wide um, pool of black Kraken ink that seems to be just sort of dissipating in all directions, uh, but is still completely opaque at this point in time. Opaque. Yes, exactly. And um, Opa Q. There you go, Opa Q. Opa Q, yes. And off in the distance, um, you had already seen the island that you are hoping is your destination. So has our ship come to complete rest because of this Kraken, or is it? Now well, it it did when it was in the arms of the Kraken, right? But, but now that the Kraken has pulled away, it has begun to slowly start inching forward and is going okay. in the right direction again. You know, is there enough ink that I could like? capture some in a little vial i might be able to distill this and do something cool you, with you it. could give it a try obviously right now it's completely mixed with seawater but but i'm I mean, gonna get like yeah. a a big container and just scoop some up because i figure i might be able to distill enough to even do a scroll or something that could be useful yeah, could be was there anybody i did not get freedom of movement on it, okay just making sure so i'm just trying at the recheck to what spell slots i used Island did not get freedom of movement. You you had to get yourself, and you had to get Four both others. monks and and, and Cotter. Cotter, so, yeah. so Jade never got it. Yeah, because because Ireland could Misty step out, and Jade just always mm-hmm. seemed to be able to wriggle free. So I'll use it four times then. Exactly. Okay. And actually, maybe this is a good time to go around after this um, thing. Where where are you all sitting after being healed and damaged and damaged and healed? So Jade, where are you at right now? I'm at eighty eight hit points and down three spells. Really? And Krabal? I'm at 118 hit points out of 140, and I have used all fourth level spells and one fifth level spell. Okay. And Cotter? I'm also at 88 hit points, and I'm also down three spells, uh, two thirds and one fourth. So I have one fourth remaining, one third remaining that I could use to do things. Okay. You still have second and first, though, yeah? What was that? You still have second and first level spells, though? Oh, yeah, they're all full. Four okay. first. Okay, cool. Three seconds. Very good. And Arlen? I am at 85 out of 131 hit points. I used, or I guess I have left, one first level, three third levels, one fourth, no, two fourth levels, two fifth levels. I only have three sorcery points left. Uh, I have 10 points on the Staff of Neilon. I have one point left on the Wand of Magic Missile. Um, and that's me. Very good. And then no one. Who? 
So you are so Zach. <sighs> the disrespect. <laughs> Get under control, Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> there you so go. urge Zach? to kill. Falling. Okay, uh, thirty-eight hit points. Ooh. And um, I have ten key points left. I, I'm doing pretty good on that. And four charges on my staff. Yeah, that that thing actually did a pretty good number on you. Yeah, did. yeah, you got beat up pretty good. Well, and didn't I didn't get, get hit by much. lightning once, but those tentacles kept mm-hmm. coming at me. Yeah, well, you're you're very lethal. So there we are. And finally, Adria, what are you? I have uh, forty out of one hundred and three hit points, and I am down four key points as well. Yeah. How do you rest. have more hit points than me? She's better than you. I mean, because I did get healed. Maximum. Or I know someone healed. Yeah, I, I healed Jade healed you yeah. once. Yeah. Yeah. She and I was I was close to to dying. I know yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and yeah, you had to use a several healing potions yeah, uh, there On a well. side note, yeah, I would say I think it's important to note that we have one greater healing potion left and one superior healing potion left outside of Creval's normal magic. So there's that. Yes. Anyway, um, so yeah, so a bit dinged up, but not too bad. But anyways, it's going to take you a good couple of hours to get to the island at this point in time. Um, you're making excellent progress, and, and the island is getting bigger each time. But you will have time for a, a good uh, short rest here, and plus a chance to do any healing or anything. And I believe the bacon of hope is still up. The bacon of hope. I How long does don't that go for? No, that I actually used the bacon of you hope. You definitely used the bacon of hope. You did use the bacon of hope. I don't remember yeah. that. Because all I, of no, I know I used it. I just remember it was that fight. No, yeah, it yeah. was. It was. It was all. Okay, all then, of the. All uh, of the, uh, the healing, was healing had the beautiful smoky flavor to it. Yeah, let me see how long that lasts. Then again, it's also your you come call. from the dead, thinking you had had a BLT. How long does the bacon of hope last? That's, again? That's what I'm looking. Uh, one minute. So it's. Are we talking? I mean. So the fight only went about four rounds, so you will be able to um, do whatever healing you can cast spell wise or what and. Um, Hit dice wise, uh, maximized for the next uh, six rounds seconds. here. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't do a prayer of healing because it takes ten minutes. So. Yeah. That that's out. I could do aura of vitality. I think it's aura of vitality. I don't want to waste any more spell slots because we don't know what we're going to land on just mm-hmm. yet. Hope nobody minds that. But I will. I can cast. Uh, no, it's ten minutes. I guess so. Maybe not. But I would just like to use my. I think for me, hit die is fine for me. To be two d ten the d. So how many hit die can we roll? Um, so we are rolling three at a time now. Oh, excuse me, four at a time now. Oh, and wow. is yeah. it is it maximum for all of us? Yes, or it's just max. I don't need to roll. Oh, okay. oh my gosh. Bacon of hope means it's maxed. Okay. So is it? Because doesn't doesn't Hold healing on. take a long time? Hold it on. says all healing. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, this we're, is we're like gonna, we're going to say because you started during this uh, this uh, bacon phase, that'll, that'll, it'll that'll, all be that'll maxed. max me out. I'm at seventy. Don't don't look a gift in the mouth there, Bryce, yeah. from the dungeon master. I mean, there. technically, yeah, it's going to take you a good fifteen minutes, half an hour to, to do a rest. But uh, the the aura of the bacon as you start to bandage up will, will it was max a good brand. It seeps into yeah. the to the gauze. Yeah. Well, I'm at seventy four. I'm pretty good now. Seventy four out of what? One eighteen. Can I do a cure wounds in that time too? No, 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 no. You're not. I'm not going to have you do that. It's literally just a third level spell slot. No, no. You're going to save it. I'm going to. Oh, you're going to sit there and go. Okay. 
and heal myself for 48 points of damage. Is that like a once per long rest thing? Or? Yeah. Okay. Or long and short rest? Uh, long rest. This is a short rest. But I can do it once per long rest. I yes. haven't done it yet. Yeah. So I get it back when you, I take you a long rest. Do, you oh, don't have I to do a long saying. rest to I do see. it. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. You can only do it once a day. I will uh. shut up and let the monk be a monk. <laughs> Does it, now, is that a op- way of the open palm thing, or is that a monk yeah, thing? Yeah, it's a way of the open, open palm, palm thing. Yeah. What is the equivalent that you have of that? Or that because I know that I came mean, in Skeleton. I shadow I'm just stuff. curious. Is that yeah. what it is? And I, I mean, curious. I get a lot of stealth buffs, yeah. so I, mean, I don't get healing. You're you know, being the version of a ninja, yeah. 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 So what is this actually called? Trying stillness of mind? No, stillness of body. It is wholeness of body. Wholeness, wholeness of body. Wholeness. Yeah, the stillness of, of mind is the... We Breaks the charm. And so I get three scared. times yeah. my level. Oh, nice. Ooh. Dang, that's not bad Ooh. at all. And Jade's okay? Yeah. We can only use three? Four. four. Oh, so very nice. No, four, not zero. Four. Yeah. You know, but even with Beacon of Hope, you're going to roll one, so I don't know how that happens. <laughs> yeah. It'll max out your ones. And our real resident paladin's doing good too. Yep. I, oh, I, yeah. I'm at full. Oh, those, I'm six away from full. Speaking of resident you can paladin, have six he's, hit points. He's the one Thank that you. had a real trouble rolling last game. So yeah, yeah. No, normally, it's Arlen was doing great, and it was a bit of roll reversal. Roll reversal. <laughs> <laughs> when a dad joke is a dad joke accidentally. Yes. <laughs> Turned on, turned into a daughter joke. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so you're sitting there uh, healing yourself I tell up. I you to be ashamed of yourself. I'm too proud. Yes. <laughs> and the uh, island is getting bigger and bigger as it's approaching. And you are pleased to see that, yes, indeed, this island does seem to be shaped like a horseshoe. And it's kind of a horseshoe that ramps up out of the water. So where the two points of the horseshoe are basically kind of just are peninsula is at angle down into the water mm-hmm. forming a really protected bay of probably a thousand feet across it's a pretty substantial thing and the although the island itself is probably no more than a mile mile and a half in any one direction so it's a pretty small island um perfect if you're a legendary uh fighter that wanted to uh you know seclude yourself as a hermit and uh, there's a nice sandy beach that you can see as you start approaching in the middle of that, uh, basically the entire crescent of that uh, that uh, harbor there. And uh, We the, don't have a dinghy attached to this, do we? Well, I mean, there's the monk. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know Adrian. why you're laughing, Adrian. There's two monks. <laughs> I, I, kn- I know clarify. which one I'm not. <laughs> But we don't have a little robo attached to this, do we? No, but this one is a pretty shallow draft. So okay. um, as you saw before, you can get within about five feet of the shore before it grounds. Okay. So, Well, once we're grounded, I'll just hop out, I guess. Okay. And yeah, the uh, ship just kind of slowly um, comes into uh, shore and, and uh, you know, tacks right into the harbor. And then just ever so slowly, just kind of you hear the crunch of the bow as it just noses into the sand and um the uh keel is still uh, is still apparently bobbing free but um you get, the, you get the feeling that you know when when the tide shifts if you don't have this thing you know roped down pretty good it's probably going to uh there's no anchor on the ship um well why don't you take a look and see 
I will look and see for an anchor. Hey, look. There's, there's no, no anchor. anchor. There's no anchor. There's no anchor. You guys did not think of getting one of those before you took off. Is there anything on the beach to tie the ship off to? There are very large Is that large because we rocks. don't sail? Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably, yeah. yeah um, do a we total have, sail They fail. kind of skipped that part in your uh, Do we have enough cordage lesson, to get Cotter? to that? I mean, they told me to take the anch- the three anchors out. But it, then they didn't tell yeah. me that we would have to get anchors. They were just like, oh, yeah, the, the anchor's in the boat. It and looks like the paladin's no the real anchor. <laughs> Dragging us down. Come um, on, come on. Respond. There are very large rocks okay. on the shoreline. And we have enough And it, Well, to... it turns out that one of your players during the montage decided to spend her time making rope. Mm-hmm. So you have lots and lots of rope. You're welcome. I okay. didn't know what else to do, so I just made rope. <laughs> no, it's not true. You made a friend. You made a friend. Made Out a of friend. rope. No one, do you want to skip across the water there and go tie us off? Yeah, I'll just run. I can literally run across run the water. water. Yep. Yeah. At least for 65 feet. Yeah. And you, you'll probably or with the dash, mm-hmm. double that. Yeah. And, and Cotter, uh, they did talk enough about sailing that you probably would realize you want to push the boat back out a little ways so that when the tide goes back out that it doesn't end up lying on its side. Oh, I was also going to say that we want to tie it on the seaward side, so when the tide comes in, it doesn't end up beached. I mean, I kind of assume because we would might that just was teleport out of here, but oh, yeah. So oh, should that's, that's like, not just that's not absolutely depend. So should we? I was like, how do we get out? Make of an anchor out of a rock. Now that we're talking about it, we might need it later. Can we just get a big rock and tie a rope and oh, have yeah. an anchor? There's there's some good ones the size of you sure. know. I mean, I, I think, Cotter, since you removed all the anchors, I think it's fair that you make a new one. Would it be a survival check to take a couple rocks, like a couple of them, to create like one big anchor? Because a, a small anchor will just still be dragged out by a large boat. So we would need a sizable anchor to keep this. Well, who has the gauntlets boat? of well, ogre power? You're going to be able to tie pick up a big old oh. rock. You're going to be able to tie the nose of the boat off to the big rocks on the shore. So you just need something on the back end to keep it from sliding okay. ashore the so next time. The, the, the I would uh, like to collect a couple yeah. large rocks to do that with, with no one and Adrian, everyone's yeah. help to make sure we keep it situated before we explore. Sounds good. And yeah, you, you give me a uh, survival roll um, there and see what uh, whoever's got the best survival. Twenty-five. Okay, yeah, yeah, um, you win. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even roll. <laughs> so yeah, you're able oh, to twenty-seven. Natural you're able 20. to to wind up a, a couple of rocks very and do some very good lashings, and uh, then uh, Jade sticks her claw so I can tie the knot. Yeah. <laughs> but then you leave like the little piece of the rope hanging yeah. up, and she's you turn around, she's, she's just batting, batting the, the rope back and you forth. Get, again. You get a nice rock. She finds it's never. This, it's, never. It will be the same every time. She yeah. finds this yeah. nice anchor-shaped rock. Oh, you mean this one? <laughs> yeah. It actually goes like this. Yeah. Wow. A little stash. It actually has like a rope tied to um, it. Is yeah. there anything um, within visual range, like something like, oh, that looks like ruins over there or something like that? Something obvious? Well, it turns out, uh, now that you look around, that as you look forward, there is a fairly large cave, basically dead center in the middle of this cove. Um, where the, the, you know, cause like I said, this, the, the peninsulas of the two arms of the horseshoe ramp up out of the water mm-hmm. and basically it just keeps going up in a big arc and the middle of the, uh, the island is, is kind of mountainous and probably several hundred feet, uh, or excuse me, a hundred feet tall. Did you say mountain? Well, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, um, you can just see a path that winds up, you know, off the beach and 
there's a cave right there. And it's pretty substantial, too. I mean, it's, mm. it's probably a good 20, 30 feet wide and probably half as tall. Any markings in the sand? Um, nothing you can see aside of uh, just, you know, normal sea creatures, you know, seagull footprints and things like that. But no, there's no, you know, marks from other boats. There's no footprints, That's nothing right. like that. Um, look, Adri, shadows. All right. Would you be willing to be scout for this? I will indeed. And Jay, did you want to do our... Uh, be the past without a trace behind us? Correct. Yes. Oh, come on. Do some ninja stuff. Oh, I hope she does. <laughs> That's what? like the perfect like yeah. monk Plus, ranger well, combo. Especially now that especially now that your perception is obscenely high. Yeah. So so what would my be... passive perception is twenty three. Mm-hmm. So as you're doing that, if you like jump around, you should go parkour. Yeah. Very parkour. Quickly. Monk stuff. Let's go. Okay. Dope monk stuff. Am I making multiple rolls or? Uh, are you going to try to sneak up there then? Yes. Okay. So give me a stealth roll. Okay. Do, 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 29. Okay. And you literally almost stealth into the afterworld. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And one point away. <laughs> so you all see Adri basically just kind of, you know, go and, and hop from rock to rock, you know, um, hiding behind each little uh, bit of cover, you know, the little pompous grass here and a, a palm tree there mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, outcropping of rocks on the, the next turn. And uh, how far away are you going to stay from her? Are you going to stay reasonably close or are you just going to wait there on the beach while she goes and investigates? Uh, at this point, having total faith in Adri, I will let her, she can go as far as she wants. We are going to be slower, so I will trust that she will come back to us if yeah. necessary. Okay. Yeah, I think that's kind of a, yeah. our standard. Mm-hmm. Correct. Okay, so Adri, you work your way all the way up to the cave mouth. And as you peer into the cave, you see that, you, you know how... Sometimes um, when people put up monuments, it'll be like in the shape of a, a scroll that they've carved out mm-hmm. of rock, and then they carve the actual words across it. Mm-hmm. There's one of those dead center in the middle of the cave. How far away is it from me? About 10 feet, 15 feet. Okay. Um, well, that seems suspicious. <laughs> so um, I'm going to... Hmm. Can you read it? Can I from this distance? It's a little bit far away. Okay. Um, is there anything like, like, uh, well, I don't want to like go inside and then like insta death or something. Um, oh, please. Mm, no. Okay. I, You're horrible. You know I that, will... right? I mean, you are really the worst. <laughs> um, I have <laughs> my it's, it's a God-given tra- you know, talent. bag of ball bearings mm-hmm. and I'm just curious. So I want to just take a handful out, like maybe like, I don't know. 20 or 30 of them mm-hmm. um, and I just kind of want to roll them okay. into the space and the cave's floor um, you know for the first like three or four feet there's basically windblown sand okay um, as there was sand on the the uh, the path coming up um, probably like you know the hillsides eroding down over the millennia and then sand being blown in here but past that it's almost um, masonry smooth rock floor and the inside is natural, but also kind of very smooth. And you can notice that there is a another cave entrance in the back of this room. Okay. Um, I want to just, cave. but the, the ball bearings don't like trigger anything. Yeah, it so just, you, you roll them across okay. the floor and there's okay. across the floor. Um, 
just to kind of confirm there's no like spooky scaries um i want to cast uh my dancing lights just like a couple okay. of mm-hmm. them and okay. just kind of put them in like the ceiling area okay sort of kind of tuck myself behind because i'm sure that would like get rid of my shadows or yep. change where so my you shadows do, do are the, at, so. the torch lights yeah yeah and so that illuminates the room uh, and uh it's interesting now that the room is illuminated you can kind of make out um there's like faded images against the walls as if uh, someone is actually like either painted or maybe done a mosaic or something um, against the walls all the way around interesting okay um all right, but no, like, it doesn't seem like any movement or anything like that. Uh, nothing that pops out right now. Okay. Um, then I will make my way soup, soup, back to the party. Okay. Parkour. Are you going to stealth down or are you just going to... Oh, I'll stealth. Yeah, I'll now stealth that, Now that it seems safer, you're just going to walk on down? No, I'll, okay. I'll still stealth. Okay, give me a stealth back, again. Just in case. Oh, whoo. Uh, 13. Okay. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> so, so... Um, <laughs> You guys don't even see... Oh, look, a black dragon covered in sand. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even see Adri coming down um, towards you guys coming up. Um, And then all of a sudden, you just hear the sound of a foot catching on a root. And all of a sudden, Adri just like trips forward you know and you know how you know like and all of a sudden end up in your knees and there's just a spray of sand in all directions and she's she's right in front of you you had no idea she was there but all of a sudden boom (laughs) i just right in front of you i look at adrian just say nice yeah are you okay physically yes help help her up what'd you see uh seems like there's some monument in the center of the cave there's some images on the walls but so far it doesn't Seem like any no spooky scaries. Not that I could tell. What type of things were on the wall? It was kind of hard to see with the low light and not actually being in the cave. I didn't go in just in case. Okay, I think we should send Arlen in. (laughs) I think that would be great as Um, long as he's behind us. uh, I don't know. (laughs) I can read. We can all read. (laughs) Well, who's the most learned amongst us? Who could have the best chance of learning a strange, faded language in this? Paladin, probably. Yeah, yeah. Cotter. The Me? rich kid. I, I mean, I wasn't the most attentive. Yeah, that's, that's yeah we, right. we, it, it is canon that he spent most of his times in playing with weapons and not with student. the books. Yeah. But, actually, uh, in all honesty, in this case, I think it's actually Jade Claw. Actually, no, Jade, we're 100 percent sure spent most of her time playing hooky and, um, and shooting. Honestly, that's gonna be the I, I like the idea that learned. Jade just like has like a background awareness though of all the books in the library, yeah. just on yeah. accident. Yeah. She knows just, there's like, she's, books. I know, yeah. I know what the books have. Yeah. in them, but I don't know like. Well, you just have like random we're, trivia we're facts, but you don't understand them. Actually, this is probably the most embarrassing question I've asked in the last five years. Who has the highest intelligence in this group? I got 12. Because of the magic rock circling my head, I have a plus one. I, I, yeah, I have an 11. So Jay Claw and I are smartest. What, what is your plus this one? Is, give I don't you know Carter? why this is. This is not embarrassing. We already know we're not a high intelligence group. We have no wizards, no artificer, no nothing. So hey, we Jay don't Claw, have. Hey, look at these dullards. Wait, 12 then. Okay. With my magic rock. So he has 12 with his magic he rock. He has to be smart as I with have the magic a rock. Plus mm-hmm. one. So what what is your what is your intelligence 12. score? Twelve. So, Twelve. So we we've got a lot of twelves here. Mm-hmm. So Jade knows which books have pictures and which don't in the library. And so even she more knows which ones which to avoid. Pictures. I know I know yeah. the spines. Well, let's 
see what's here. I speak a couple of strange languages. He does. Well, we know I we do. know we're here for a legendary weapon that a dragonborn once wielded. So the only person that can read draconic, you can speak it, but you can't read it. Correct. Is me. So I will carefully we take out the glaive that I do have and walk forward to see this. Are we at the thing yet? No. Yeah. Walk you guys walked see, up to the cave. To yeah. see this okay. stone okay. scroll is, with right. Is anybody on. walking into the cave with him? I'll go. Okay. I and, will. And the cave is nicely illuminated by four dancing light torches. But are they not yeah. bright enough to see what was on the walls? Uh, well, no. I, I didn't go in, so it was kind of just mm-hmm. looked yeah. like some With pictures my, to yeah. me. And, and, no and, as you yet. can imagine, like if you've ever seen like right. uh, Egyptian tomb or something, you know if the the reliefs on the side of the walls as you're looking down just look like squiggles until you get in the middle of the room, and then you can actually see mm-hmm. what the pictures okay. pr- project. And same sort of deal. It's not until really you get to the center of the room that you can actually kind of scan around and get a, a gander at the pictures. Um, but in front of you is this scroll work. Mm-hmm. And it, like I said, it's a, a large slab of stone that's been carved to look like a, you know, a wrapped scroll on one right. end and it opens up into a big open scroll in the middle and then the wrapping on the other end. The can big I curly see cues. the wording? And yeah, it's all in common, although it's kind of old fashioned common. And it has this. Ooh. Good lord, that's a diary. I'm gonna start <sighs> You're gonna writing down okay. the markings on the wall into my notebook. Notebook. Oh, interesting. Do you want to read it to everybody? Oh. My notebook. Just, just so we're clear, I saw the names, and you're not slick. <laughs> and you know what's gonna happen, right? <laughs> okay. I, I might be trolling you a little bit. At yeah. This oh, point. I, you are. There, there's big old fish hooks and trolling here. The Legend of Doi, and that is as good as it's going to get, folks. Oh, my goodness. Although a legendary figure due to his heroic exploits, Doi came from humble beginnings, born to a small farming family on the coast near what one day would become Calum Sides. Certainly nothing in his formative years would hint at the greatness he would reveal. Like many a hero, Doi's path to greatness started with great tragedy. On an evil night of great storms, he and his family were set upon by ghostly spirit wolves as they tried in vain to collect their herds scattered by the storm. The wolves charged the family, howling and slavering, driving them in all directions. Doi fought bravely, but in vain. His family was pulled down one by one, and he eventually found himself alone in the woods. When a sodden dawn appeared, Doi realized that he was cold, hungry, wounded, but most tragically, alone. His family was dead, his flocks and herds slaughtered, his future looked grim indeed. Doi tried to carry on and survive by his wits, but he had just lost everything his family, and his herds, and it was only a matter of time before his resources ran out. It was at this point, and facing an agonizing road to starvation and death, that a man appeared, a man sporting a silver hand. Doi instantly recognized him as the great god Nawada and fell to his knees. Nawada smote him a blow to the top of his head and commanded him to face him on his feet like a warrior. Doi replied that he was no warrior, but stood at attention anyway. Nawada's reply left him in awe. He said that while Doi was no warrior now, in him were the seeds of greatness. He was to study the arts of war and come to see him again. When Doi looked about, he found Nawada gone, and somehow he was now next to the gates of a great city. He marched inside and enlisted in the city's army. Right off the bat, I thought this guy was draconic, but apparently he is not. Nawada was right in his estimation of the abilities of Doi, and the young man vaulted through the ranks of the army. Each command he had from squad to army was a success, and he never lost even a single engagement, whether it be training or a deadly serious battle. 
He soon became he soon became the youngest field commander in history. His soldiers, buoyed by the reputation of their commander, pledged their enthusiastic loyalty to him and promised to fight to the death. It was a prophetic promise. All too soon, Doi's ability as a commander were to be tested to their limit. A marauding neighboring neighbor sent an army to subdue the lands that Doi protected. Doi set up his forces as a commander should, and though they were outnumbered, they were confident of a success with a commander that had never lost in the field until that day. Wielding dark magics, the opposing force suspended upon Doi's army and cut it to ribbons. No matter how Doi tried to rally his troops or move them or form them up, the magic the opponent wielded rendered moot all of his efforts. His army was divided and scattered. At the last, Doi found himself alone, wandering through the field strewn with the bodies of the soldiers he had once commanded. There, alone and vulnerable, he was approached by a lone figure. Leveling his glaive at this new foe, he resolved to give a great account of himself at the last. To, this great, to his great relief, he saw that the newcomer had one silver hand. Then, overcome with the shame at his failure, he once again dropped to his knees in front of Nuada. Once again, the god fetched him with the clout to the head and commanded him to rise in his presence. Then, fixing him with the glare, asked Doi what had caused his failure. Every answer he attempted, Nuada cut off. Finally, the god told Doi that he had only learned half of what Nuada had to teach him, and that was why he failed. He then strode over to the nearest of Doi's fallen companion, and, touching him with the silver hand, the man stirred and awakened, his wounds healed. Of the rest of the day and night, Doi could only recall that he was put through trials over and over again, using the new healing powers his god had granted. All else was a blurry haze. When his trial was over, he found himself on one knee, exhausted to the point of barely staying upright. However, every soldier on the field where he stood now lived and stood ready for his command. Furthermore, his glaive, once a simple weapon of war, now shone with a golden light and symbol of Nawada proudly etched into the blade. Looking over his head, he was astonished to see a blazing silver hand burning in the sky above him. Acting as a beacon, his scattered army returned to him, in ones and twos, and then by squad, and then by company. He went above them, healing the wounded with Nawada's holy radiance. After two days, Doi was in command of almost as many soldiers as he had started with as new volunteers had flocked to Nawada's beacon. Then, with fierce determination, they set upon their foes again. This time, Doi stood resolute at the center of the battle with radiant healing flashing from his glaive to return his foes to the fight. From one side of the battle to the other, he rushed, seeming to always be there when one of his forces was about to fall and put them back into the fight. This time, it was the marauders who had no answer for the magic that Doi wielded. It was they that could not form their forces into a coherent front, and it was they who were divided and scattered and sent limping back to whence they had come from. Now a legend and one of the greatest living heroes of this age, Doi would scarcely earn a moment's peace after the war's end. Petitioners and pilgrims journeyed from all over the kingdom asking his aid. Some wanted to enlist his help vanquishing foes which menaced their homes. Others wanted him to use skills of healing for themselves or loved ones. It saddened him that the request was so numerous that even ten heroes could not have completed them all. Sorrow turned to simmering anger as his petitioners began to change and no longer came from the salt of the earth, but rather those of high birth. They offered him the command of their armies or bounties for victories on the field. They cared not for the teachings of Nawada, but only for their own gain. Such a thing was untenable, and one day Doi resolved that if it was to be his future, he would have no part of it. He purposed to leave and live his life as a hermit, and only teach his wisdom to the deserving that Nawada decided to send him. He stole down to the shore in the gray of dawn, and therefore found a ship and headed out to sea. 
Wrapped in cloaks to hide his identity, his glaive nonetheless gave him away. Its silver glow could be seen from the forecastle until the ship crested the horizon and Doi passed from the realm of the common man into the realm of legends. For some time afterwards, it was said if you were worthy, and if Nawada blessed you, blessed you, you could board a ship yourself and find him in his solitude, and if you carried Nawada's mark, he would teach the secrets of his wisdom. This was probably the best line right here. Thus recorded by Durr, Scribe House of Nawada. <laughs> Durr. And Doi. That kind of sounds like you. I was just yeah. waiting for there to be a no doy punchline. Yeah. Like the whole time I was like, it's like Dermer and Doyer. I think the only reason there's not is I think I've made that reference a couple times already and it was probably played out. Probably, yeah. Okay. Well, that kind of sounds like you. How so? Starting, you know, from your barbarian backfield background. Backfield. Back- <laughs> Carry the ball forward. Huh. He breaks through the line <laughs> and scores. Background, yeah. you know, only for war and then you changing. To only a cleric healing and bolstering your allies. Yeah, but he was, he was more than just that, though. He was, he was a little of everything in terms of fighter and healer. That's what you are. Hmm. We shall name you Cravoy. Cradoy. Cradoy. Cravoy is better. I'll take a little Leonard Dwayne name. Ball. I'll be, I'll no, be Leonard Cravoy. Yeah. Live long and prosper. <laughs> so the cave. So the cave. Yes. Yes. And now That's the- on like one slab. <laughs> We have to like turn it over yeah. to get to the next page. It's like like really tiny writing. <laughs> next, the saga of Durr. <laughs> so what's on the walls? So now that you've read that and you look around, yeah, the walls are covered with a mosaic um, that they've uh, you know pressed in with colored stone, and it records the history of Doi. And you, like on your very left, you can see uh, a scene where these ethereal wolves are bearing down upon what appear to be commoners. And there's a uh, female that is probably Doi's mother that is, you know, has her arm up in, uh, you know, guarded pose as a, a wolf bears down upon her. And you can just see um, a young human male in the back and you just the expression on his face, you know, looks helpless and hopeless in the midst of these wolves falling upon what is obviously his his family. And then in the next panel, you see um, him kneeling before the god Nuwata. Um, and then the very next panel, you see him now dressed in armor and um, with his sword out and pointing at uh, what apparently is the foes as uh, armored soldiers in front of him in a line face them. And then in the next one, you see a similar situation, except um, he's now alone and there are just bodies of fallen soldiers all the way around him. And then once again, you see him kneeling before the god Noada. And in the final one, you see him once again with a line of soldiers, but now he is just standing resolute behind them with, this, with the glaive in the air and beams of radiant light shoot out from the, the glaive to various soldiers who seem to be in, in the throes of peril. And so it seems like they've done a, a, an entire motif here of his entire story. He needed a better storyteller than Wall. <laughs> he needed that dirt. is why I am here. He well, can be a floor. Um, speaking of floor, what does the floor look like now? Here? So once once again, the floor is just almost masonry smooth rock. Uh, it appears to be the natural rock of the of the uh, this cave, but either it's just 
unusually smooth naturally or someone's come through and, and smoothed it out? Mm. Carefully, Craval will start walking toward the other door. Okay. Keeping very, just trying to keep aware of the floor and the ra- surroundings. Yeah. And once again, it's just a um, regular oh. cave opening in the rock. Um, once again, it seems like maybe it's been smoothed out. There's no jagged corners or anything, mm-hmm. um, but it's just a, a stone archway and it is a dark gloom behind it. My only curiosity is that apparently others have come before me because somebody wrote this for him. So whoever this Durr was. Well, said he was a scribe. He may have had companions that kept him company. And said he uh, sailed by himself, though. In his uh, solitude. Mm -hmm. Well, it also said in in Durr's teachings there that if you were marked by Nawada and, um, you know, wholesome enough heart, that Nawada would show you the way to, to, uh, to his location, so... He may have attracted a following that lived here with him. It's true. Okay, well, let's head. So is it getting, I'm, I'm going to take a, I don't want to assume here. So the dancing lights are on the ceiling. I'm assuming it's getting darker as we go forward. Yes, like I said, it's just dark and gloomy in this next room. Okay. Um, I will spend my last fifth level spell slot and the top of the glaive that I'm holding will brightly shine. I'll cast Holy Weapon. It does some other things, but for right now it extends Ooh. bright light 30 feet and dim light 30 more feet okay and uh, you can see with that light that basically it is another uh, you know somewhat circular cave um that has another entrance at the far end and once again floor is just about completely smooth cave walls um once again seem to be decorated with some sort of mosaic probably very similar to the one you just saw Mm -hmm. and that's what you can see from the doorway as you're approaching. Just look on the ground. Just I'm assuming there's something protective here to protect this area. I don't think he'd be foolish enough to leave it unguarded by creative traps. Well, maybe followers of Nuwana can just come in. Maybe yeah. you need to do a prayer or something like that. He has his holy weapon. Yeah, do something Nuwana-ish. Okay. I will bold, walk boldly into the room. <laughs> okay. And what are the rest of you doing? Uh, watching him walk yeah. boldly into the room <laughs> to see how this plays out. Okay, and yeah, you just see him walk right through the door and keep striding into the middle of the room. Um, what are you going to do? I'm like, pray or something. Maybe the do- a door will open just or something. Isn't there a cave entrance yeah. in the back of the That's, That's where I just walked through. Yeah. Nothing in there? Um, actually, Nothing you just kind of see him just kind of staring about as in bewilderment. Um, and um, it's as if he can't hear you. He, it, it, he looks like he's lost. Interesting. We should maybe get him out, but. Throw something at him. No, 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 no. Yeah, you have ball bearings. I, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like, I don't, I don't want to like have that happen to all just, of us. I just want to no, say no, no. thank you. That's a ball bearing and not an arrow. Yeah. Someone yeah. tie a rope. Someone tie <laughs> a rope around me. I'll go grab him, and then you pull us both out. Okay. Sound good? Sure. I'm gonna. Can I get one of your ball bearings? Yeah. I'm gonna chuck one at him. I'm sure there's like one that rolled back out that you just find on the floor. Yeah. Yeah, you can't collect all of them that quick. That thing. Yeah. Got to collect them all. Yeah. So while they're tormenting our 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 stalwart hero here, I'm going to put the rope on and hope they're holding on to it, and I'll go grab them. Sounds good. And um, 
So you see Sorzak walk in there and he gets maybe about four or five steps in and you just kind of see him look down at his hands and look around as if there's some astounding thing that's happened to him. And once again, he looks lost as well. Okay. We should we should tug on that uh, rope. If we call out to them, do they respond? Like I said, they don't seem to be able to hear you. Hmm. I'll, I'll pull the rope back. And it's very interesting. You gave a tug on the rope and it just comes free. It's still tied in the knot that you put around his waist. But it just comes free, and all of a sudden, you're just holding the rope in your hand. Did she just Darth Maul me? Uh, you, <laughs> yeah. You, you, it doesn't see. It just like it seemed like it I'm passed whole. right through you. I'm whole. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like, thanks, Jade. Seems <laughs> yeah. to be a reoccurring theme, splitting you in half. Yeah. Um, what's going on in the realm? Right we'll we'll get to we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. We need to find out what's happening outside Should the realm. Should we just like? I guess. In? Yeah. I mean, at this point. There's not really much else to do. I'll what just... do we like all like hook hands? Yeah, like what if we? Out. Yeah, what if we go in physically together, like holding hands or something? Are you gonna sing Kumbaya or something yeah. as you do yeah. that? <laughs> holding Kumbaya hands. Nawada. All right, let's <laughs> let's form a little chain. I'll go first in the chain. I'll go second. What could possibly go wrong with being somebody who's not marked by Nawada in this area? Well, he went in. Oh. You looked lost and you are, though, right? That's what he says. I don't know what I'm doing right now. I haven't been told yet. Okay, so all of you are going to hold hands and arms and links and and kind of... And sing Kumbaya Nawada. Kumbaya Nawada. (laughs) And uh, walk in there. And it's very interesting what happens. Because, Adri, Mm -hmm. as you step one foot into the room with all of your companions linked hands together, all of a sudden you, and this happens to all of you at the same time, realize why the two of your companions looked so lost and so astounded. Just as soon as you step one foot in, your foot does not come down on rock. It comes down on some broken branches in a forest. And you look around you and in all directions, you see just scattered oak trees, you know, with uh, the forest litter on the floor. Um, here and there amongst the trees are a couple of uh, farm animals. There's a couple of sheep and a cow that are just standing there. And you look forward to where your companions are. And they're not your companions. They look like human commoners dressed in rather simple, um, uh, you know, common tunic and leggings that sort of thing a simple robe perhaps and you look behind you and all of your companions arms linked together once again appear to be common humans once again in the simple uh, clothes of the common folk okay are we recreating so we all look like arlen (laughs) yeah arlen is the least changed of all of you (sighs) so even Kraval looks human Everyone. I don't like this. Mm-mm. You just had to walk into the cave. There was only one way to go. Is there a lamppost about? Turns out there is not, but there is a little tiny fawn that comes skipping. Oh, no, there's not. That's a deer. We should hunt it. Does it happen to be winter? You do hear a sleigh. That's what we're going to do. Sleigh? Yes. 
I think we might be fighting some wolves soon. Mm-hmm. That's a good cricket noise. Yeah. That was a really good cricket. Okay. So anyways, yeah, you seem to all now be common humaners, in, common humaners, <laughs> common humans in the um, normal dress the of, humaners. of farmers, although the, the uh, outfits are terribly antiquated. Um, certainly not the normal fashion. and <laughs> So out of fashion. Yes. These rags. <laughs> and all of a sudden, a loud peal of thunder just rips through the night and a flash of lightning illuminates everything. And the, the flash of lightning illuminates some large shapes that surround you in the dark. Are they canid shapes? Turns out they are. Let's go! And very large and glowing slightly. I called it. But first, let me get you your new character sheets. Oh! <gasps> my name is Biff. My name I pick is, apples. My name is Murr. <laughs> Murder. Oh, good Oh, Lord. wow. Ouch. Oof. Commoners. Oh, my, oh my God. God. These are really not good stats. No wonder we're all... These aren't even level one. Ten across the board. All what? ten. Oh my you know what the scary thing is, though? You're almost smarter than you were before. <laughs> no, I I'm, am the, exactly I'm actually as smart only as I was. slightly less smart. It's not... It The modifier is no different. So really, Miss. I'm the same smart. Miss. <laughs> Miss. Okay, there's my first three rounds right there. Uh, th- th- Miss. Miss. Wow. This is going to last like one quarter round. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. We're getting eaten. Okay. So if you could all put your minis in the middle of the board there. Could you just knock mine down right away? I mean. No, we you're get, not we Arlen. Get, we got one tap. <laughs> Arlen has four more hit points than he usually does. Yeah, Arlen, you're used to this. What's it, what's it like? Help us out. Help a bro out. Jeez, this is not I can tell go. you right now, right off the top of my bat, mat, Craval is very irritated. This is not good. No wonder the wolves ate them. Jeez. I mean, with these stats, we deserve to be well, eaten. Well, guess that we don't have our weapons, correct? I think we have... We have clubs. I think we have a club. Oh, that's right. Join the club. <laughs> that's what yes. I'll tell them. Yeah, Wolf you basically have it. shepherd's crooks, walking sticks, that sort of thing. Um, the kind of things that humans would, farmers would have if they were out trying to round up all their flocks in a storm. Okay. To be fair, though, this isn't even a jab at him. We're all about to roll just like Arlen. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Arlen's going to okay. be shining through. He's been so rolling, like, wait, wait. Is Arlen going to roll gonna even worse than exactly Arlen now that he's a, He'll be rolling on par. I'm going to be rolling exactly the same. Yeah, see? All right, That's let's do bad. this. You can hit one for... Mm-hmm. Two damage. Okay, if we could get some initiative rolls using your new modifiers oh, there. Uh, what so modifier? Just zero. It's just a die. Yeah. Yeah. So be well, your, 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 your dex bonus. <laughs> Which is all bonus. zero. Yeah, it's all zeros, bro. Yeah. There we go. So, Jade? 18. Look at you. And Craval? 19. Look at you. And... <laughs> <laughs> Cotter? Give me last. Eight. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> and Arlen? I literally got a five. Oh, wow. that's better than mine, though. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. I have 13. Sorzak is 13. And Adri? Four. Wow. 
Okay, which one is Doi? Because they have to live and we all can die. Me. Mm, we're the family. Me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Arlen's got to be Doi. I don't okay. know. I, I don't thought know it was Arlen too. Do they like write their names on like their hands or something? Like what if peasants? <laughs> they, they all, we all have little. <laughs> How do they remember tag? their names? Yeah. Doyeth, not Doyeth, no Doyeth, and Durr. Thankfully, we're all wearing brown pants I'm and red shirts. I'm a rich kid. Shirts. I don't. I don't know. Very good. Okay, well, so we start out this adventure with uh, Creval, and um, you're sitting there in the midst of your what looks like your family, and um, it's uh, surrounded by bad things. And what are you going to do? Defend my family. I'm going to take a... Okay, and, and over there we've got green and blue, and then down on this side we have brown and gray. Green, blue, brown, gray. Well, sorry. We really hope to get you that glaive of glaviness, but mm-hmm. we're going to be dog food. Like I said, Creval's not a happy camper right Well, it's now. a dog-eat-dog world, and there's no dogs here, so All I right. guess you're There are good. four of them. So I will charge up, and I will say, everyone attack this one first, and I will swing with my massive plus two modifier because I don't know how they got a plus two. How do you get plus two? Oh, yeah, to hit. We're and that's a miss. Simple weapons. We're good. Okay, what'd you roll? Five total. Turns out, no, yeah, you just swing and it just ducks underneath it. <laughs> swing and a miss. Next turns person. Out, turns yes. out it doesn't hit. And then, um, Jade, you get to go? I will reach for the bow, realize I don't have it, and then run up. Just kick it in the face. Eh. I don't have my claws either. Dang mm-hmm. it. And I will... You gum it with your fingertips, <laughs> essentially. Try to Try to hit it. Ooh, oh my a, god for a 15 a 15 does hit you smack it right in the middle of the i was half over right inside. nice Four. <laughs> nice you don't get any bonus at all on your damage no, no. Oh, that's, that's really too bad sad. we're so lame someone's mad about their cracking <laughs> <laughs> okay and then brown gets to go and comes running forward at cotter uh, common cotter. Uh. <laughs> you want to live life like a commoner cotter? Oh, that's a nat 20. Bye, cotter. Oh, <laughs> no more cotter. Bye bye. Goodbye, cotter. <laughs> wow. Really? really? <laughs> the strength modifier probably killed him. Do we get to at least roll all three points? So that's 15 Do points I of damage to you, cotter. That's insta death. Cotter's That's gone death, yeah. So yeah, yeah, you just see the the wolf come running Ow. forward, just leaps in the air and just bears Cotter's, you know, um, avatar to the ground. Owen, and just blood sinks out of it. Owen, you may now stand up and flex as you were not the first one to go out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and, and it only took all of your party members yeah. being peasants. It only took five years. And then Sorzak, <laughs> you get to go. There's a well, wolf I'm standing gonna, next I'm to you. I'm going to turn, and I'm going to whack it with my heavy walking stick. Okay. <laughs> and as I do, I'm going to say, stick around. Mm. See, this is why I like being a member of the nobility. I don't die as often. Ten! <laughs> Ten! Twelve. Uh, uh, uh. Twelve! 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 It just jumps aside. <sighs> you, you feel it swing right through its fur. Even with the twelve? Even with the twelve. Well, that's not fair. I mean, it's not fair at all. That should have been a 23. But life is not fair, but there you go. Yeah, mine should have been a 23. Okay, and then green gets to go, and it's got two critters around it. So, Jade, it fixes its eyes on you and uh, for whacking it and leaps forward. I don't know why green And that's a 21 blue. to hit. 
Just misses. And ooh, that's thirteen points of damage as it fastens its and just, throat. just barely. Thirteen points of damage. Yes. And so right, right in front of yeah. you there, um, Perval, you just see you know the uh, avatar that uh, took the place of of Jay just he get his throat ripped out as it falls to the ground. I can't do it anymore, but Kraval is approaching a rage. <laughs> He's getting apocalyptic on this one. Okay. And next up is Cotter. What are you going to do? Die. You're he dead. dead. Uh, too bad. And then next up is Gray. And Gray is going to leap forward at Sorzak. That's not fair. And this one's only a seven. Does that hit you? No, I stepped deftly aside. My okay. monk-like skills translating. He tripped over his pants that were too big. <laughs> I stepped deftly aside. <laughs> And uh, then finally, blue gets to go, and um, seeing as the thing next to it is down, it runs forward at Arlen. Oh, you are Dolan. Mm-hmm. I kind of guessed that. I, uh, I told you your story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no and that is an eight to hit you. I believe that misses. Oh my gosh! What happens if we win? Miss Arlen okay. the tank. Really? And and then Arlen, you get to go in return. Go Arlen. I whack, I wh- I whack the it. Max, you can okay. This four. can't be any different than when you normally whack something. Um. Wait, you're right next to it. You want to cast Firebolt? <laughs> Firebolt? Can I cast any spells? You don't seem to be able to feel the magic. You can cast I a hate rock. that. I thoroughly hate that. Don't we all? Wow. I bet you we all get, uh, to get slaughtered in the field, too. Yeah. Thanks. I got a four. <laughs> okay, no, it jumps deftly aside. It's monk-like skills. I really can't tell if that's you know, because he's a commoner or because he's just You know, Arlen. Arlen, this was the time to step it up. And this was your moment to shine. Adri, uh, I step back. One. You get to go. You know what? Um, you I'm should gonna, just hit yourself. I'm going to come around and try to get the blue guy. Okay. Um, is it possible that, like, because... Being a monk and having some awareness that at one point I was, right? Like, I'm aware that I'm still Adri, even though I'm in weird commoner body? It's this, it's this weird sort of duality. I mean, at one point, you kind of remember being Adri, but at the same time, you're this so no. human female, mother of that uh, guy over there. And, you know, do, I mean, you do also. Do I remember how to throw a punch, though? Um, mother of Doi. You you could remember yeah. how to throw like a regular punch. Oh, okay, Bum. but the like monk like skills no they they don't they seem foreign to you. Okay, then I'm just gonna try to hit it with my stick. Okay. Woo! This is a stick Ooh. up. Nine. Nine? No. Really hate just that. Swings by. Yeah. Uh, but you can milk a sheep really professionally. Milk <laughs> tries to do that. Well, okay. I don't think that would help us here. And we go to the top of the round, and then Kraval, you get to go. I will Two run of your family are down. Yep, I will run over and just try to smack this one. Okay. Nope. Ten. No, just once again, jumps aside. Shocker. Growls at you. And Jade is down. Ah! And so next up is Brown, who wheels on Sorzak. Not cool. Absolutely um, not. Getting cool. a nine to hit, I believe that misses you. Oh my exactly. Gosh. So you're able to dance aside again. And the magic pants of trippiness are still trippy. There we go. And then you get to reply in return. You have two of them around you. What are you going to do? 
disengage. Okay. And go back behind Adri. Okay. Oh my god. I'm not going to fight two Thank wolves. Thank you. That's great. Yes. <laughs> Mom! You had more hit points than Mom! me after the crack. So you're not just going to run away? No, I just strategically retreated. Okay. But, okay. And then green gets to go, and I believe that's the one next to you there, Craval, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just going to go after the one that ran away. Someone should just run that's away. That's a 17 it's to hit. <laughs> and. It does. Oh, minimum damage. Four points of damage. I'm down. Okay, and so you see it just kind of bear Craval's avatar to the ground. No, he wolfed him. Down. Not bending any air now. Yes. And then um, Green gets to go. That was green. That was mm-hmm. green. And gray gets to go, and mm-hmm. it pursues Sorzok across the field there. Not, that's not fun. Well, you know, the last thing you want to do is run away from a dog because it just won't, thinks you want to play chase at that point. Well, I should have thrown it someone's head. And that's a 13 to hit you. Does that hit? Barely. Barely. And that's 11 points of damage. I am no more. So you see it just... Is that Diver the being no one? Ah. <laughs> I'm sore, Zuck. Yeah, okay. Okay. Are you sure sucked? One of the two. And Blue is standing right there with the two of you. So um, let's see. He was going after Arlen before. He'll continue going after Arlen. He's going to tap on a key point. Do furry of barks. There we go. And that's 17 to hit you, Arlen. Hit. Let me help you out here. <laughs> hey, look, Adrian, you're last, last long standing. And that hey, you got to run now. Somehow. Yeah. That is um, you're doing. seven points of damage to you. I'm doing that. I'm down. Okay. But not out. Yeah, out. And Actually, yeah, that, that's half your hit points again. He's down and out. It has to be the full. It's full hit points. I thought it was... Yeah. He'd have okay. to lose... We, have know, to. we know the, the current circumstance we're in. Nobody survives this except for one, which will probably be... It's me on accident. No, whoever's marked by Nawada. So, Adrian, you get to oh, go. What are you going to do? Uh, Run? Disengage and run. Yeah, I'm going to disengage just, just and I'm run. just going to run. Okay. So, it is... You ever have a dream when you're being pursued in the dream? And, and you just can't. You're running, but you can't run. And, you're in syrup. And, and just, oh, man. But no matter That's... how fast you run, you can just feel what it is coming up behind you. That's horrible. Yeah. And yeah. And it, if if this had been a movie, you would see the last protagonist running away into the woods and the four wolves turning and following at tip top speed. And But you know, no matter how fast she runs, the wolves are faster because they are faster. And um, you can just feel them bearing down on you. And pretty soon you can feel the hot breath is, you know, exhaling on your heels and on the back of your neck. And you know that sooner or later it's the end is near. And sure enough, at some point, you know, you can just feel their presence. And all of a sudden you just wham, get hit right in the middle of the back. How did Doi survive? And because go, mom ran off and Doi crawled and you off. Go, and you go down and you just feel the fangs of four of these horrid beasts sinking into you. And that's the last thing you remember. Oh, oh my nom, gosh. Nom, nom, nom. Doi is I no thought more. I'd go out. You saved Doi, though. You're welcome. So, Craval? She's like, that's my Doi. Your eyes open? <laughs> okay. And you are bloody and torn, and you're unconscious for some time because you know your clothes are wet as I've had being rained on. Um, you look around, and 
you see the scattered bodies of your family. And off in the distance, you can see the torn, shredded remains of your mother that was run down by the wolves at the last. Mm -hmm. And just a feeling of hopelessness settles in over you. And you look up. And you see a man coming at you. A man with a silver hand. And he's walking right towards you. I'll stand up. And he says to you, Behold, I am the god Nuwada. And I've spared you, for in you I see the seeds of greatness. Sounds familiar. And that's where we're going to stop today. Okay, so, uh, yeah, Der, Scribe of Doi. Yeah, at this point in time, I am just trolling the players. Uh, but, hey, you make fun of the Dungeon Master's names, you get trolled. That's just the way it works. Anyway, uh, big props to Melanie for cottoning on originally that they were actually going to be acting out the life of Doi in this particular scenario. Or these particular scenarios, this seems to be more coming up. We'll just have to see. But yeah, this was kind of fun uh, for the Dungeon Master. Um, all of a sudden, it's like, whoa, not only are we not even level one, we're level zero. And yeah, that was, uh, that was a one-sided affair. But then it was when uh, Doi had his initial experience that put him on the road to being one of the great heroes of Nuwada. Anyway... So uh, they're already talking about uh, the next scene in his life is commanding soldiers in the field. So what's going to happen? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, rate us and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com with questions or comments. Follow us at Relic of the Past or Relic of the Past Podcast on your social media feeds. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>